from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast ऑफ़ One version of history says the temple was built on the site which was then demolished by Muhammad Ghori. Then the temple was rebuilt during Akbar's reign. It was re-demolished during Aurangzeb's rule. Another claim is that the mosque was built separately and not on the ruins of a temple. However, what is known is that the mosque that currently stands has been in use as a religious site since possibly 1669. This isn't even the first time a petition has been filed over the mosque. A 1991 petition filed in a Varanasi court was dismissed by the Allahabad High Court. Currently the Supreme Court has asked officials to protect what one of the petitioners termed a shivling in the mosque premises but to allow Muslim religious rights to continue. To get a clearer picture of what's happened at the Varanasi court so far, we spoke with lawyer Abhinath Yadav who's representing the trust that runs the mosque. Abhinath Yadav says he's shocked by the court's proceedings in the case so far. and plans to seek that the petition be dismissed he explains what the petition had originally sought where the alleged shivling was found and why he believes there's been a complete violation of court procedure there are five ladies rakesh singh and four others they have filed a suit against the state of up district administration and one party is also there anjuman intizamia masajid that is a registered society i am representing the anjuman intizamia masajid which is society who is administer the management of all the mosques which are available at varanasi at a local local level and this uh, masjid gyanwapi masjid is a work property it is registered as a work in the sunni central work work code at lucknow but rakhi singh and four other ladies they have filed a suit and in that suit they say there is one plot number 9130 and in 9130 there is there situates an image of ma singar gauri and there are some visible and invisible deities so they should not be prohibited no restriction can be put on them as well as on other devotees to make a darshan and puja of that visible and invisible deities meanwhile they have moved an application to get the property inspected by some advocate commissioner the court has issued the advocate commissioner anyway the inspection has been done 
वीडियोग्राफी हैज बीन डन फॉर थ्री डेज लास्ट डे ऑन द फर्स्ट फ्लोर देर इज ए वजू खाना वजू खाना मीन्स जहाँ पर लोग पानी भरा होता है जहाँ पर लोग वजू करते हैं मुस्लिम हाथ मुँह धो करके फिर वो नमाज पढ़ने जाते हैं तो देर इज ए वजू खाना इन दैट वजू खाना इन जस्ट इन द मिडिल ऑफ दैट वजू खाना वन स्ट्रक्चर वॉज फाउंड ऑफ स्टोन दे स्टार्टेड ट्राइंग दिस इज दिवलिंग दिस इज दिवलिंग दिस इज दिवलिंग बट दैट स्ट्रक्चर इज ए वेरी पिकुलियर स्ट्रक्चर इट हैज नॉट सेव्ड लाइक ए स्टिवलिंग ऑब्वियसली इट इज सिचुएटेड ऑन द फर्स्ट फ्लोर एक्चुअली दैरी अपर पोर्सन ऑफ दैट स्ट्रक्चर इज ऑफ ए नॉट राउंड इट इज इट इज जस्ट लाइक ए आयता का स्पेक्टुलर एंड देर इज ए होल इन साइड दी दैट स्ट्रक्चर दे से दैट दिस इज इट इज ए स्टिवलिंगा इट इज ए स्टिवलिंगा इट इज स्टिवलिंगा एंड वेरी पर्टिनेंट the wakil commissioner has not filed their report till date before the report is submitted yesterday the court has passed an order on a simple application on the plaintiff side ki there is ulinga and the entire area of that wazukhana has been sealed without hearing us we were present at that time at inside the mosque um, where the commission was being concluded The copies thereof was not served. Served us. We have not given an opportunity of being heard. That, that particular area where they say that there is a sealing that has been sealed by the district administration. It is very surprising. Report has, is not available on the record. There was no evidence before the court. It was piece. It was presupposed by the honourable court that there is a linga that is be preserved. This is this is very. Uh, I am very much shocked. I don't want to make any comment on the court, but this either it may be a case of Ganwapi Kashi Bishna or it may be other case. The procedure is the same. The procedure must be followed. Procedure should be followed in a, in every case, whether this is a case of Ganwapi or any any other case. Whether Supreme Court has upheld the sealing of that area and has said, but no one should be prohibited from. performing any kind of religious ceremony there no prevent any muslims from having their own i i on the one hand that wajukhana um, the stealing of that wajukhana has been confirmed by the supreme court but at the same time supreme court also said that there should not be any restriction for the muslim to pray ya to offer the namaz wajukhana means before before offering the namaz the 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 namazi that is the muslim शिवलिंग Sir, has the court made any observations regarding this video that has come out, and what have your objections to it been? Very, very, very interesting question. Look here, that video graph has been prepared by the wakil commissioner. Before that video graph comes on the record, it should not be leaked. But it has been leaked. So many channels are exhibiting that videos. The court has passed the order without considering or without seeing that video. 
video is yet to be filed. The DIY Advocate Commissioner today takes time to file the uh, report and the videograph because they have not prepared the report and the court has granted two days' time to them. How did the video come out? The private person is not expected to uh, leak the videograph. That is a court proceeding without any videograph on the court. Before the court, the court has immediately passed the order yesterday to seal that Wazoo Khan. There are a lot of people who are saying that the Places of Worship Act under which this masjid comes is not applicable since this is now a historical monument. Could you explain, has this come up no, in the no, argument no, so No, far? no, no, no. The historical monuments will not be applicable here. It is a religious place. Kindly go to section 4 of that uh, Places of Worship Act. Religious character of any religious place shall not be changed. It is a religious place. It is not a monument. Neither the temple nor the mosque. They have not been they have not been handed over to the archaeological survey of India as a historical monument. Historical monuments are only those buildings who are under the control and management of the archaeological survey of India, like Museum of Tarnath, like Taj Mahal. These are the historical monuments. But this temple, as well as this masjid, is not a historical monument. It is a religious place. And Act of 1991 completely prohibits the conversion of any religious place to any other religious place. With regard to this law, has there been any argument in this case so far? Or has it been purely about the ability to perform puja at these locations? This act is completely applicable. But we have, we will raise the question. Still, that that stage has not come up. We have we have already moved an application regarding the maintainability of this case mm. on so many grounds. Mm. But the court had bypassed by our that application and said that first of all, let a commission be commissioner report be come up. Mm. Thereafter, the application we have moved regarding the maintainability of this this case on the ground of it is hit by the provision of the. Uh, uh, act, num- act of 1991 that will be heard on later. Abhinath says he is very clear that the present case in a Varanasi court is entirely based on sentiment and it shouldn't be permitted to go on at all. This case is nothing but it is to get a cheap popularity and this case as a whole is barred by the places of worship in 1991. It is a case to convert a mosque into a temple. Moreover, in the year 1936, in Deen Muhammad case, it has already been held by a competent court of law that the mosque, courtyard, and land underneath is a mosque, and it is a mosque of the Hanafi Muslim. It has already been declared in the, in the year 1937. But despite of that, they are claiming their right. This case is, is based on purely a sentiment. It is a sentiment. So one could not be allowed to make any obstruction or attack on the sentiment of any, any caste and creed or any religion. But somehow this case obviously attacks on the sentiment of the Muslim, undoubtedly. The Places of Worship Special Provisions Act was passed in 1991 and is a critical part of the legal arguments in the Gyanvyapi Mosque case. Lawyer Surabhi Chaturvedi, a legal researcher at the Vidhi Centre for Legal Policy, 
recently wrote a column for the Times of India explaining the significance of the act. She now joins us to explain the logic behind the act and why it made an exemption for the Babri Masjid case and other monuments. She also explains why doing away with the law as demanded by many could be a recipe for chaos. Surbi, could you start by explaining the logic of the Places of Worship Act and what was it seeking to achieve at that time? To understand the logic, we need to understand the context in which the act was passed. The Ramjan movie movement was, you know, simmering at that time and seeing how much chaos and social disorder it had caused, uh, the parliament brought in the act. The act was passed to preserve the religious character of places of worship in India uh, how they stood on the eve of independence. And there are certain exceptions in the law, which I think make the act very fair. The logic is to freeze the religious character unless there are some extraordinary circumstances. It concentrates on the religious character. If a place is a place of worship for Muslims or for Hindus or for Sikhs or Jains or whoever, then it will remain a place of worship for that religion. Prayers of that religion will be offered over there. It does not talk about historicity related to it. It does not say what may have occurred in the past, things like that. It is so this distinction between religiosity and the historicity has to be drawn to understand that the act freezes the religious character while the historical material significance is not really dealt in by the act. So what is the logic behind having a cutoff date like August 15, 1947 by such a specific date? So the act does not rationalize August 15, 1947, but of course we all know it's a momentous day. There was a MP that I so I went through the parliamentary debates and one of the MPs in the when the act was passed said the values of secularism freedom, which were hard won, were realized through the act of independence, which happened on uh, August 15, 1947. That's when they became a reality. They gave to all citizens the freedom to worship and other religious freedoms. So in recognition of those values, but this act was passed in 1991. So the exceptions talk of if there is any suit pending before any court before 1991, it won't be admitted by the court any longer. But after August 15, 1947, and before September 1991, when this act was passed, if some case has been decided, then that, that judgment will, be, will not be opened up. So, for example, if there was an attempt at conversion after August 15, 1947, and it was successful, and parties are okay with that, it is not before the court anymore, it is settled position, then that shall be settled position. Similarly, if, if there is a disputed site and two sets, you know, come together, they negotiate that, okay, you will pray here, I'll pray there, or you can totally have this, we don't want it anymore, then such settlements will also be uh, recognized that they will not be disturbed by the act. So these are the exceptions. August 15, 1947 is not a hard cutoff date. The courts can consider reasons when this uh, date will, you know, be overlooked, provided there are reasons. Do we know why Babri Masjid was is the only exception that's cited in this law? So there are two reasons why Babri Masjid was kept as an exception. 
during the colonial era the babri masjid was fenced off and nobody neither hindus nor muslims were allowed to pray there it was a disputed site there was no attempt at conversion nobody knew if it was a mosque or was it going to be a temple it was a mosque as a structure but there were idols inside so it wasn't one or the other the religious character of the structure was disputed in itself that's the first reason there was no religious character that had been decided and secondly this was at a time when the ram janmabhoomi movement was at its peak and the congress had also you know written in their manifesto which was read out in the parliamentary debates that we will be in favor of a mutually settled uh, agreement between both sects and if this does not happen then we are willing to consider whatever the court says they had to keep the babri masjid out of the operation of the act because how will the court then pass a judgment which the congress was willing to stand behind if it is not put as an exception in the act what exactly qualifies as a historical monument and why were they kept as exceptions the ancient monuments and archaeological sites and remains act this act was passed in 1958 and it predates the 1991 places of worship act it says very clearly that if there are any monuments any buildings older than 100 years and they will be considered ancient monuments and the central government will fund its preservation and maintenance not only are they important for us as a society because you know they are heritage it is also under india's international obligations to preserve monuments because they are a heritage for the world Section five, clause six of the Ancient Monuments Act says that if an ancient monument is also a place of worship, then customary religious observances should be allowed, irrespective of the fact that it is a place of it is a monument and the government is preserving it. So, the, so now if places of worship act can be read harmoniously with the historical monuments act because while the act reserves the material structures and the historical significance of these buildings is preserved it gives way to our religious freedoms the places of worship act 1991 uh, it doesn't really i mean the the exception isn't going to offend anybody's religious freedom in any way this whole uh, theory that the uh, that parties are trying to subvert and you know trying to convert the religious nature of these uh, buildings through seeking uh, seeking uh, these buildings to be declared monuments is quite uh, it is baseless because the act when when it is declared a monument the act under which it will come allows religious customary observances anyway so there really isn't a controversy on that front we have multiple cases in courts which allege that uh, mosques stand on the sites of temples we have also arguments against monuments like the taj and the qutub minar um how does that work with the places of worship act what does the place of worship act bar it bars any attempt at conversion and the act very very uh, ambiguously defines conversion which says changing the nature of the site in any manner so it really is of no help in the present context it means that any uh, any petition which goes to court and says that okay this is a mosque please convert it into a temple or this is a temple please convert it into a mosque or gurudwar or church or anything this is not allowed because this is an attempt at conversion but in so far as such petitions say that 
please check if there is some historical remains under this structure then this will fall under the historical monuments act and that can be allowed the taj mahal case was also heard recently and this was at the allahabad high court and they said that look this seems like an academic pursuit what you want us to do the order you're asking us to pass seems to be a very research oriented academic ones go to a library and like use uh, you know your skills as an academician to do this we will not subvert such a huge monument just so your academic uh, pursuits or your academic wishes are satisfied what do you make of the arguments that state many of these locations are monuments like especially in the case of the gyan vip mosque a lot of arguments have been made that oh, the mosque is a monument and therefore it falls out of the purview of the places of worship act this is correct that if it does come to be declared as a monument it will fall out of the places of worship act what will then happen the monuments act will say that you can continue your religious customary observances so this does not stop muslims from offering prayer at the structure it just says the historical significance of the structure has to be preserved if they have found a shivling many thousand years old then it should be preserved and then the monuments act will operate the central government will have to discharge its obligations towards the structure Uh, under that act i think if we if we look at it from this perspective that religion and religious character is different from the position a monument occupies in our uh, social and cultural life then we can reconcile both things there are no multiple petitions including one in the supreme court that challenge the places of worship act itself do we know if there have been any previous outcomes to the challenges to this act the places of worship act has not directly been challenged however the the constitutional validity of the act has been incidental to many other cases for example there is a case the m siddiq judgment which says that the law recognizes that there has been shifts in religious characters of places in our country but purely in the interest of social order and in the interest of secularism and tolerance this act fulfills those objectives that are given in the constitution as well as article 51a so it upholds indirectly the constitutional validity of the act given the contentiousness of this law is it something that parliament can withdraw if it's not struck down by the supreme court or any other court the parliament can withdraw can repeal the law at any moment it will take a lot of political heavy lifting i think to do this and my guess is that that these petitions are now before courts in order to you know pass on the burden to the court that uh, so the courts are prompted to say something which negates the effect of the law right as we have seen in the aadhar judgment where the court has decided uh, the law regarding aadhar more than the act itself i think in the future there might be attempts made to uh, get rid of the act uh, whatsoever but right now they are trying to move the courts with respect to negating the act and what happens if this law is taken away what are the possible outcomes of that 
I think the optimistic outcome would be that uh, we have a situation where we recognize the historicity if there have been attempts at conversion or whatever it is, we recognize it as a part of our history and we conserve it as such while we allow the present generation to pray and offer worship at the at these places of worship. The slightly less optimistic uh, scenario is that these that if it has to if a place of worship has to be of one religion or the other, then communities talk to each other and reach an agreement. And I think the worst case scenario is obviously what we have seen with the Babri Masjid demolition, you know, violence and chaos. So I think like we'll have to move slowly on this. Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TOI+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at toipodcast at timesinternet.in.